Hey there, folks. This is Kristen Williams with The Trans Advocate, and today I am yet again talking about this Toronto hoax. So, as many of you know by now, the Toronto Star published a claim, an anonymous claim, a contested claim, and I would argue a debunked claim that an elderly woman went into the girls' changing room only to find a very rude male-bodied individual walking around nude in the middle of the women's changing area with a boner. Moreover, this individual with a boner hits on her. That's the claim. One of the big red flags that I saw in that anonymous email sent to the Toronto Star was that it picks up a thread that is woven into basically every anti-trans argument. Whenever opponents of trans equality laws try to construct an argument to explain why trans people should be discriminated against, they appeal to a hypothetical situation wherein someone who is not trans will merely claim to be trans in order to access sex-segregated areas. Right? So, the Pacific Justice Institute claims that because AB 1266 passed, and that it is, in fact, in full effect, we will, at any moment, see football players claiming to be trans, and simply because, merely because, they assert themselves to be trans, now the school must allow them to shower with girls. And they make that argument with a straight face. They absolutely do. And in the email sent to the Toronto Star, it says the exact same thing. It appeals to the same narrative, you know, that this individual merely asserted themselves to be trans and therefore they were allowed into the women's locker room. So today I wanted to address the process trans people need to go through in order to transition at the YMCA. So, the assertion is, Billy Bob Joe can walk in and say, Hey, I'm trans! And because Toronto has an equality ordinance, they must be allowed into the restroom or into the women's changing area so that they can walk around nude with boners and hit on elderly women. That's the claim. So when I contacted the YMCA today, and it doesn't sound to me that the process trans people go through to transition at the YMCA is exactly that. So uh, I'll stop talking and allow the YMCA 
to explain their process to you. If I was a member and I wanted access to the changing facility, um, is that based on my ID, you know, what my ID says, or uh, is that a discussion that I would need to have with a manager um, and it's a case-by-case thing? Or, you know, how does that work? Um, it really is a case-by-case case, um, mm-hmm. because every case is so dramatically different. Sure. Um, so it is a discussion with the manager. Typically, people who are going through um, gender changes have a lot of health support, so they're working with doctors and, and a team of people that are helping them through that transition. Exactly. And so it may be that, you know, we're working with their medical team as well as to, you know, we wouldn't make the determination of when mm. the appropriate time and whatever the process is for that person mm. to think about making those changes. Sure. They would be getting a, a larger support network having that conversation. We okay. do have change rooms, though, um, that offer privacy. So, mm. you know, we have members with a multitude of, um, you sure. know, barriers or issues. And so we do have a very strong member etiquette uh, that's on the back of every membership card around respect and treating members you know, members treating other members appropriately. Um, But we also have a lot of um, supports that we can offer people around privacy. So it's, you know, there are private change rooms. There are ways that people can easily transition without making other members uncomfortable or themselves uncomfortable. Well, there you go. Did that sound like Billy Bob saying, oh, hey, I'm a chick today. And they then get to go into the women's locker room? Did that process sound like that? Didn't to me. (laughs) In fact, it sounded pretty damn involved. And to just kind of hit this point home, I asked if this person, the vice president of YMCA's communication, had heard of anything like this before. And guess what? The first they heard of it was through the Toronto Star. That person didn't copy us as an example on the letter to the Toronto Star. Right. So we didn't find out about it until the Toronto Star published it. There you go. Just to review, A, they had not heard of anything prior to it being published in the Toronto Star. And B, the process by which a trans person can access sex-segregated areas is not the process that is laid out in that anonymous email. They don't match. 